Good morning, ASIS. So excited that you could join us this morning in Vision Sunday. And uh, I just trust that God's going to speak into your life and into your family and into your future. Even as I share, share the word of God with you and what I believe that God is saying to each and every one of you this morning. But before we get started, let's open in prayer. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy. We thank you for the calling that you have upon our lives. We thank you for the fresh anointing that you bestow on us each and every day. And I thank you, Holy Spirit of God, that you're part of our everyday lives. And I pray that you'd come this morning, Holy Spirit, and speak and share and, and, and just take the word and make it alive in our lives. Today we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Every year in January, I share the vision of what I believe God is saying to us. Every year, October, November, I start to see God and say, God, what is it you can give us for the next year? What is it that uh, you want us to do? What is the way forward? What is it that uh, you require of us in the new year? And at the end of 2018, we really started to see God. I said, God, you know, um, there must be something that's so amazing for us. We just want to push into your presence. We want to push into what it is that you're saying to us. Um, and we really needed a word. And, and, and God took us to, God gave us an acronym, STAND. And we went to the scriptures and we found the scripture in Ephesians 6. And we all know the scripture. But I'm going to read for you this morning. It says, Finally, brethren, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole arm of God that you will be able to stand against the wiles of the enemy. For we do not rest against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole arm of God that you will be able to withstand the evil day, having done all to stand. And we just took that word stand and we made an acronym out of it and uh, we started to share that and at that time as we started to jot all of this down god just simply said to me this is going to be a five-year vision now you've got to understand something i've never had a five-year vision i've never we've always had from year to year in what god was saying and when god said to me this is a five-year vision starting in 2019 I was like, sure, this is going to be quite an interesting journey because I never journeyed anything like this before. And I also never spent so much time on one vision. You know, I'm just like, well, this is what God is saying to us and this is what we can do this year. And so it's been really crazy. But we had no idea that 2020 was going to rock up. We had no idea that the world would be locked down. We had no idea that, you know, this virus would be destroying the world the way it is. We had no idea of what will be happening in government and overseas and all these different countries absolute chaos absolute chaos and and as this week i started preparing my sermon and i started to read the scripture again i thought wow god you are such an amazing god like two years ago already you almost warned us what was about to come you warned us what was coming in the difficult times and the years ahead and we didn't see it at the time. Often it's like that, but we didn't see it at the time because, you know, we were excited in, for 2020. Um, we, we're going to be 21 years old this year in 2021, March. And, and our whole goal from 2019 December was that we wanted to finish our Thieskamp property. We wanted our church finished in Thieskamp. Um, the roof is up and, you know, the foundations are all being thrown and, and everything's in place. And, I mean, we, we were speaking in 2019 about this is the year, 2020 is going to be a year where we're going to finish this church. We want to move in on our 21st birthday on the 20, in 2020, March. And we had this whole goal set up in what it is that God was going to do for us. And we started the discipleship course at the church and we started did the marriage course we did new members course and and we really thought man 2020 is going to be an absolute year so tell myself thought okay we're going to sneak off to prague for two weeks go visit the kids in the czech republic and we're going to come back and we're just going to get fired up with what god was going to do no understanding that 2020 is going to happen how the church almost had been locked up for a year 
we had little gaps where we can get 50 people in, and then we had a gap where we can get 100 people in, and then was a, maybe we could put 200 people in, then we were back to 50 again, then we were shut down, and just everything felt like it just came to a dead stop. The these come properly just stopped. The, the finances just stopped. The, you know, the fellowship together just stopped. And, and as I looked at the chaos around me, I was so reminded of, of this acronym STAND. And I was going to share two, three minutes with you on, on that. And then I'm going to share with you what I believe God is saying going forward in the future. But I, I want to encourage each and every one of you to hear what I've got to say this morning. I am not here to to point fingers at you. I'm not here to Bible bash you this morning. But I think there are some quintessential things that God wants to share in your life and in my life in this year, 2021. I don't think we should be carrying what has happened in 2020 into 2021. I believe we need to leave all that stuff behind us and the emotions and the things that we felt and the things that we got up to in, in that season. And I really believe that God's going to move us to a new place and a new season uh, in what it is that he has for us. The acronym stand was very simple. And we said that S stands for salvation, that as a church and as a people, we were committed, one, to look after our own salvation. We all know um, the scripture in in Philippians, where it says, you need to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. And so we knew the next five years was imperative that we worked on our own salvation, that we really built a meaningful and lasting relationship with God. And it was something that we threw ourselves into, and um, Kathy and I started Bible studies at the church, and a whole lot of things happened. The worship team in a great place. The Sunday school was just exploding. Brandon, the youth was happening. The, the eldership was in a really great place. The finances were really good. And we had no idea that our salvation was really going to be tested. And, and when I speak about our salvation, really be tested, you can say what you want to. I, I'm in the ministry, and, and I was challenged this year. I was really challenged this year, and God, why is this thing happening? Why are you allowing this stuff to happen? And, 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 and as I prepared this message last week, I started to look at this thing and say, wow, so, so salvation, how much, how much have I done to bring people to the knowledge of Jesus? How much have I, I lived out the Great Commission? You know the Great Commission in the Living Translation, Mark 16, 15, it says this. And he told them to go into all the world, preaching the good news to every person. And I was really challenged. When I started preaching the good news, the fact that Jesus Christ died on a cross, raised from the dead to reconcile me to God, removing my sins as far as the east is from the west, that I now live in the new hope and a new freedom and a new grace that I've never experienced before. Something that I have to share with other people. And so I asked myself, what, 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 what does your relationship look like with God? Because you see, my salvation is dependent on my relationship with God. It's not dependent on, on, uh, on the things that I do and, and all the church activity. Salvation for me is simply that Jesus made a way for me to be able to come and to be intimate with God again. And so I was really challenged, have I shared the gospel and have I become more intimate with God in this last year? The T stood for our testimony, and we all know the word of God is a very simple thing in Revelation 12, verse 11, and it says, and they overcame, listen to this, he's speaking about you, he's speaking about the believer here. Uh, John is writing this and he says, you've got to understand something, he says, and they overcame because, this is the New Living Translation, I love that word, because, not, not for any other reason, simply because he did this for us. They overcame because of the blood of the Lamb and because of the word of the testimony. And they did not love, did not love their own lives even more when they faced death. And so the word of God says you've got, that we've got to be able to share and people know us by testing about what we share. You know, every one of us, God just puts a choice in front of us. And we find that in Proverbs 18 verse 21, he says, life and death is in the power of the tongue. 
that life and death is in the power of the tongue. And occasionally it says, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Listen to that. One, that we need to sort out sharing the gospel with others and our own salvation too. It speaks about testimony. It says that we can overcome because of the blood of the Lamb and because of what we speak. Proverbs says that life and death is in the power of the tongue and those that live on it will, will eat its fruit. And so you ask yourself, what is coming out of your mouth? And we were challenged in 2020 about what came out. Conspiracy theories, negativity, criticism, judgment, all these crazy stuff that came out. And, and we had to look at this stuff again and say, hey, what does my salvation look like? Two, what does my testimony look like? Am I sharing the gospel with the people around me? Am I sharing the love of Jesus with those people around us? Three, um, the A stood for accountability. And, and we wanted to be accountable to each other. We wanted to find someone that we gonna, was going to hold us accountable. And, and when I speak about someone holding us accountable, it's someone that's going to call you out in your nonsense. A lot of people, are, people hate accountability. People hate being accountable to anybody or to anything because most of us want to do what we want to do. And we believe we're always right and we're never wrong. And so it's been a real challenge, even in last year, of being accountable to somebody because we were so divided, we were so separate, we weren't gathering together, we weren't meeting each other, we weren't coming in and fellowshipping one to another. And I think it's so important that we neglect not the fellowship of the saints, as it says in Hebrews 10, 25, that we need to fellowship. And just because we're not in a building, it doesn't mean that you and I cannot fellowship one to another. We, we, it's, been a, it's, been a, it's been a difficult year to pastor this year. You know, most of our pastors have been done on phone and and online and Zoom calls and, and it's been really good for me because my eldership has kept me accountable right through this COVID thing. They'll phone me and say, good, how are you doing? Do you need prayer for anything? How are things happening in your life? You know, and, 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 and it was good because there were days where I just felt, oh, I don't feel like doing anything. I'm just going to stay in bed today. You know, and then one of the elders would phone me and say, hey, what are you up to? What are you doing? Uh, what is there anything we can pray about? And I think that's what accountability is and especially going to 2021. I want to say this to you, find somebody that will hold you accountable for your actions. Very important. Someone that will call you out on your stuff. Someone that is not scared to tell you exactly the way it is. Because I promise you that when somebody keeps you accountable, you're able to walk in a whole different anointing in what it is that God wants to do in your life. The end stood for nations and Psalm 2 verse 8 says, Ask me and I will make the nations your inheritance and the ends of the earth as your possessions and we spoke about how we wanted to get out there and really change the world around us change what was happening change um, the things that were, were stirring around us and, I, and we asked ourselves are we so narrow-minded that we only want to take care of the church or do we go beyond this building and uh, in 2019 we said you know what we want to start to go beyond this building we want to go beyond with this normal stuff that we're doing and we're going to ask god to give us a nation wherever god desired us to go and we had this great plan our worship team was going to go to the czech republic and we were going to do worship over there and, uh, and join overflow which josh and jess run in czech republic boom and 2020 happened and all of a sudden all our fails, plans fell to pieces but i still believe that god has got something great in store for us the the d in stand stood for discipline and i think this was the the, the the, probably the toughest part of 2020 was self-discipline. I think, as, and those of you who have been to the Army or the Police Force, we, we often know that it's easier to be disciplined when someone is disciplining you. And, and what do I mean by that? I don't mean by correction. I'm speaking about in, 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 when we were in the Police Force, they made sure that our boots were polished every single day. 
They made sure that we shaved every day. They made sure that our beds were made up a certain way. They made sure that our cupboards were spotless. They made sure, you know, that our uniforms were ironed correctly and, and everything in place. And so we had to do this because there were people that were making sure that we were disciplined. They were teaching us what discipline is. And even, you know, 30 years after being on the police force, I've still got some of those things in me. But there was a discipline that they instilled in us. The challenge is, though, is that when you've got nobody instilling discipline into you and you've got to find discipline in your own life, that's a challenge. That's completely different. And, and so, discipline, how or disciplined are we in the reading of the Word of God? How disciplined are we in our prayer life? How disciplined are we in our worship? How disciplined are we in connecting with one another? How disciplined are we in our eating? How disciplined are we in our exercise? How disciplined are we in our marriages? And it's important we felt that discipline was going to be something so key going into 2020 that it was something that God was saying this hey we want it's one of the fruits of the spirit and we want you guys to be disciplined in your prayer life disciplined in your church life disciplined in your word of God disciplined in your worship and it was something that we really said God what is it that you want to say to us where do we want to go in this thing and as I said then 2020 happened but I still believe this morning that is so relevant to us even in 2020 to understand that you and I know and understand the salvation, that you and I need to be sharing the word of, sharing the word of God out there where our own, our own salvation needs to be checked. Two, that our testimony, that we're able to share the testimony with people around us. Three, that we become accountable to somebody. The end, that we ask God for the nations. And D, the most, probably one of the most important, is that discipline comes back into your life and in my life. And I know when I speak about discipline, it was so easy to lose discipline in, in, in the lockdown because we didn't have to get dressed, we didn't have to go out, we didn't have to do anything. We could walk around the whole day in our pajamas. And I think a lot of us that were disciplined found it quite a challenge just to stay on the straight and narrow, wake up every morning at the same time, do what you have to do, go where you have to go, because we didn't have to do certain stuff. But as, we, as I prepared this message, and I really said, God, you know, so, so what is it that you really desire for, for us as a church in 2020, we, we, 2021, oh, I keep forgetting what year we're in right now, but 2021, God gave me a simple scripture that I want to share with you this morning. And it's found in Matthew, 20, uh, Matthew 7, from verse 24 to 27. And you all know the scripture. It is. We sang this thing in Sunday school. We've, you know, everyone knows the scripture off the heart. But it's a very simple scripture. And I believe this is what God is saying to us in 2021. And it goes like this. And he says, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine, this is Jesus speaking, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him unto a wise man who has built his house upon the rock. And so Jesus says to the guys, if you act on what it is that I've called you to, if you act on the scriptures, if you activate your prayer life, if you activate your, your, your mission work, if you activate your evangelism, if you activate what it is that I've called you to do, he says, I would liken you unto a wise man that built his house on the rock. That's what the scripture says. It doesn't say a rock, it says the rock. And on the scripture he says, this is what you need to build and this is how you need to build and scripture goes on and says and the rains descended and the floods came and the wind blew and beat against that house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock as i said before but everyone who hears these things of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who has built his house on sand and the rains descended and the floods came and the wind blew and beat on the dust and it fell and his fall was great and i just said god you know what are you saying to me i mean this is such a weird scripture but I really believe for 2021, God once again is saying to us, Kurt, you and the church need to find out what your foundation looks like right now. 
I think there's one thing that COVID exposed in a lot of our lives was the little cracks in our foundations, whether it be the foundation of our marriage or our relationship or our finances, and most of all, our relationship with God. And it really stretched us because we've lost loved ones and we've lost friends and we've lost family members and, you know, we've got some stuff where we didn't have finances to do anything. And, you know, all of a sudden the church was closed down, the finances wasn't happening, the building wasn't happening, as I said before. And, and we would just step back and go, your God, what is happening? Why? Um, you know, what are you trying to say to us in this season? And it's almost like at times we didn't get answers, at times we didn't know what God was, was trying to say to us, we didn't know uh, what was God speaking about the future, uh, did God require us to do something now? And this week as I started to pray, God just reminded me of this old scripture, that be careful how you build, be careful on what you build. You see, there's no other foundation that you and I can build except on the Lord Jesus Christ. And you need to find out what your foundations look like. You see, we live in society where a lot of people are building up foundations of finances. And so as long as there's money in the bank, for them, life is good. Others are building a foundation of marriage. And so, you know, as long as their marriage is okay, that, then they're fine. And others are, are building up foundations of religion where, you know, we just need to go to church, we need to sing a couple of songs, we need to pray, we become a Sunday school teacher, whatever. But at the end of the day, if any of you have built or any of you have built a new home or, or seen construction workers build, the foundation is probably the most important part of the entire building. Everything about this building depends on the foundation. I was watching a documentary the other day on how they built um, Dubai, and you all know it's just like a desert kind of place, and uh, they, were, they were giving examples of how they had to drill down through all the sand to get to the bedrock and when they got to the bedrock then they had to build these incredible foundations and almost like um, pillars under the ground that the foundation go on and from that they could then build you know a hundred stories high it's, it's madness but when i watched that documentary i thought wow how important is our foundation how is it important is what we do in this world in our lives in the calling that god has for us because it all depends on our foundation. And your foundation and my foundation this morning is the relationship we have with God through Christ Jesus. And I, and I need to ask you that. What does your foundation look like this morning? Because if you've fallen apart over the last two years and, uh, or whatever, your marriage has gone through a dip, your finances are in, you're not intending in church, you're doing all this crazy stuff, we really need to check our foundations. It doesn't matter how we build. It doesn't matter how wide we build. The only thing that matters is what does your foundation look like that you built on? And when I speak about foundation, I'm church, I'm speaking about your relationship with God. You know, it's, it's so important that you and I understand that this relationship, everything flows from you. Everything flows from you. He's not a God in need, he's a God indeed. He's not some guy that we want to speak to when things are going wrong in our lives, when we need finances, when we need a breakthrough, when we need, you know, a new car, a new house, you know. It's almost like we believe, and I said last week, I think, we think that somehow God's accountable to us. And, and so we can query him whatever we want to in, in the sense of what we're going through. But yet Matthew says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and he's righteous, and all these things shall be added unto us. And so everything that our life is based on is our relationship with, Jesus, uh, with, 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 with God. And Jesus died on the cross that you and I could have that intimate relationship. And if you and I had to be absolutely honest, 100% honest with each other right now, 
Most of our foundations have got a couple of cracks in them. Most of our foundations have become a little bit wobbly. Yes, and I know circumstances happen. I know things have happened around the world. I know it seems like we're never going to win at the end of the day. But I really believe that for 2021, the word was simply foundation. That God was saying, come on, let's almost rebuild. Let's get the, the main thing, let's, let the main thing be the main thing. Don't worry about church life. Don't worry about his comes building. Don't worry about, you know, the kids. Don't worry about, you know, what's going to happen to the church. I felt that God was just saying to me, Kurt, if you start to seek me with all of your heart, you're going to be found by me. And I'm going to encourage you that as we start this year off, I want you to sit down and I want you to have this conversation with God. And I want you to say, God, you know what? My foundations need to be strengthened right now. I need to be building on bedrock now, right now. I don't need to be building on sand. Because I tell you something now, church, whether you like it or not, and I'm not a doomsday prepper or whatever, but things are not going to get easier in the six, seven months following us right now. We don't know when school's going to open. We don't know when business is going to open. Restaurants are basically closing every single day. Guest houses are shutting down. Hotels are taking a hammering. We don't know if we're ever going to recover from this. And so it's so imperative that you and I build this and make sure that our foundation is strong. You see, when, when you start to lose something, and that affects your relationship with God, you've got to ask yourself, how strong was that relationship? How strong was that relationship? You know, married couples, all this, you know, people they love, they're always, oh, you know, if, if you and I were the last two people in the, on earth, I would be happy as long as I've got you kind of stuff. But it wasn't, no, there's a whole lot of stuff that goes with that. And, and, and often we get so rattled when we lose a job or we get rattled when, you know, the kids are misbehaving or we're rattled when the church is closed or we get rattled when our finances aren't great. But you and I have to come to the place where Jesus says he likens us unto a wise man on how we build on, on what it is that you and I are building on. And I want to I encourage you this morning, church. I want you to listen to me this morning. It does, we can plan the greatest events. We can, tomorrow the virus could disappear off the face of the earth. You know, tomorrow there could be a vaccine. I don't know. We don't know what the future holds. But we know that he holds the future. And this year might be even worse than 2020. This year might bring us more hardship than 2020 ever brought us. The, problem, the, the fact is this, that we've got to understand exactly what it is that you're building on. Because the word of God says this rain will come and the storms will come and the wind will blow and you will go through hardship and you will go through trials and you will go through tribulations and you will go through difficult parts. Not one of us are exempt from that and not one of us are immune from the virus or the effect of the economy or the decision made by government. What matters more than anything is what your relationship looks like with God. And I want to say this to you. That if your relationship is right with God, you will be able to stand in the season that you and I are going through this morning. The Word of God says it is not by might, it is not by power, but it's by His Holy Spirit. And we want to often see signs and wonders and miracles happen in church. But we never pray for signs, wonders and miracles to happen in our homes. We never pray for signs, wonders and miracles to happen in our workplace. We never pray for signs, wonders and miracles to happen in the streets or in the hospitals. We, we somehow got this expectation that it only has to happen in the church. And now that the church has been closed for nine months, you want to tell me there's been no healing, there's been no deliverance, there's no been no outpouring of the Holy Spirit. You see, because if this building where I am right now, 
if this is where you believe everything needs to happen, I want to tell you in the wrong place. Because this really needs to be the celebration of what happens outside during the week. How are you and I dealing with, with our finances right now? How are we dealing with this virus right now? How are we dealing with the loss of family members? How are we dealing with retrenchments? How are we dealing with business closing? And I want you to start off this year and have a good look at your foundation and go, you know, God, it doesn't matter what comes my way this year. It doesn't matter what the enemy throws at me. It doesn't matter what the rain looks like and I get back and I get thrown around. I want to make sure that this is 100%. I want to make sure that this is in the best place it's ever been before. And really just, I, I want to, as your pastor, I want to say this to you. May today be the day where you fall on your knees and you cry out to God and you say, God, all I want this year is more of you. All I want this year is to spend more time with you. All I desire this year is to spend more time in your presence and more time in your word. All I desire is to spend more time with, with fellow believers. All I want to desire this year is for you to give me the bones to be able to preach the gospel. All that I want is for you to give me the ability this year to lay hands on the sick and let them be well. And when we start working from that place in our relationship, church, everything is going to change. Everything is going to change. I can, I can tell you, we're going to, oh, this is going to be finished this year and, and we're going to explode to 5,000 members and our worship team is going to record a CD and we're going to go overseas. None of that stuff matters if what we're building is not right. And so before you plan anything this year, before you plan any trip, before you plan anything that you want to do this year, I want to ask you that you'll fall on your knees this day, that you start to see God all over your heart, that you start to build that meaningful relationship with Him. And I promise you that 2021 will be the best year of your life if you just give God a chance to encourage you to release boldness into your life. He said to Joshua in Joshua 1 verse 9, Have I not commanded you to be bold and of good courage? And I want to say to you, I want you to be bold and of good courage in 2021. Because I know that God is going to do the impossible in the life of this church and in your life and in my life. And so as I end this sermon, just remember that this is the year that God has again called us to stand. A year where we share the, test, the, gospel, the salvation message, where we share our testimony, where we become accountable to one another, where we ask God for the nations, where we act disciplined in everything that we do. Why? Because we're building on the rock, who is Christ Jesus. Bless you guys. I'm going to just pray for you. Uh, any of you guys need prayer, prayer requests, please, you know, the, the church number's on the screen, the 071 number. You can just WhatsApp that number and we can pray for you. If you guys are in any need, please let me know and we will get around to you. But let us pray for you. Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you that even as we do this online service, online church, I know it's so different, but Father, it's still the same God that we serve. It's still the same Jesus that we glorify. And so I pray, Holy Spirit, God, that you would come, that you'd refresh us this morning, that you'd, that you'd expose our foundations in a sense this week, that we may see truly where we are and how we are and what it is that you require of us. And I thank you that 2021 is going to be the best day of our lives. I want to thank you, Father. It's only going to get better from here. I want to thank you, Father, that you're going to do the impossible in our lives. And as you do the impossible in our lives, may we allow others to see the impossible happening in their lives, I pray. In Jesus' name, I pray, Father, that it will not be by might or power, but it will be by your Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you guys. See you guys next week. Don't forget, 9 o'clock online. Share this link with your family. Share this link with your friends. I really hope that the Word encourage you this, um, this morning. And I just pray that everyone else will be extremely blessed in 2021, that nothing would be impossible for us, I ask in Jesus' name. Bless you guys. See you soon.